You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, listen. Before we get into anything that we're going to talk about today, and we got a lot to chop up, Mike Bell, be careful out there. Storms are going to come. It's going to be nasty at some point, and I'm not going to predict because I'm not a meteorologist, but, right. you know, we're on all these watches. So today is a be weather aware mm. day. All right. I'm going to put that out there, especially in the Atlanta metro area. But with that said, Mike, we don't win these games. We don't win games like last night when we come back from 24 down mm. and you've got everybody going, yeah, it's Dave Farm Arena. Here we go. No trade. We're okay. We don't finish these kinds of games. I give them credit for the effort. But, Mike, when we tie this game up 101, 101, 101, John Collins, fast break layup, four minutes to go. You're going, hey, we're going to get this done. Mike, we don't finish these games. And the thing was last night, you know what got you back in this game? What? The bench. And then, you know, Nate's, oh, we're back in the game. We'll put the starters back in. Let's start launching threes without any rhythm in the offense. And, wow, we lost the game. There was that sequence of about, what, 45 seconds with about, what, two and a half minutes to go where the game just went, boom. And all of a sudden, they, you know, you're, you're in it, you're tied, and then you look up and you're down eight. You know, and then there's no – Nate doesn't review challenge plays. I mean, I just – he assumes the refs aren't going to give us a shot. There's so many things I'm aggravated with. I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm li- we're at the halfway point, and I'll say it. I'm ready to throw my hands up and say I expect nothing from this team other than another plan. I mean, unless you're going to make some dramatic trade and you're saying you want a Donovan Mitchell-type package with John Collins, good luck with that. But, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do to pump life into this thing. It's flaccid. You're flaccid hawks. <laughs> Do we have to use that yes. word? Yes. <laughs> Watching this last night, flaccid. I was talking to my buddy Andy, and I was like, look at this. He goes, he goes, they're lifeless. I said, I'm going to use flaccid on the radio. <laughs> all right. Here's where we're at. First of all, listen to Coach. Just listen to Nate. We didn't finish. You know, they they did a better job of finishing. Um, we got a two-point lead late in the game, and they made some uh, timely threes uh, to kind of stretch that lead to uh, eventually take the game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a, a timely threes. How many times have you and hmm. I said this? Is this a broken record? Hmm. We start launching threes, and they don't go in, and everyone else's goes in. How about holiday? the good holiday yesterday for the Bucs? He, now, he had some turnovers, he did. but he had some monster threes and some monster mid, mid-range jumpers to, to put the nail in the coffin last night. So you guys are not going to like this. And by the way, Trey, I, I, this has nothing to do with Trey. But when you have stars that are out of the lineup, Mike, I've been harping on this and harping on this and harping on this. We didn't finish. And I've just come to the realization he's not that guy. He's not that guy that we thought he was. And I'm talking about DeAndre Hunter. 
Last night, when you tie the game up with four minutes to play, where is DeAndre Hunter? Where is the guy that had 35 and 11 rebounds in in game six of the Miami Heat first-round series? Where has that guy been? Do you guys realize DeAndre Hunter has led this team in scoring four times since the beginning of the season? Four. He's the fourth overall pick. We paid him. And in situations like last night, you know, I understand Bogey made some big shots and he kept us in the game. I get it. Mm -hmm. John Collins did some things last night. But where the hell is DeAndre Hunter? And, Mike, I've come to the realization as the game went off last night, he's just not that guy. He's never going to be a guy that gives you 25, 28, 30, 35 on any given night. You know what he gives you? 16. Yeah. He, he's uh, not capable of giving you that consistent big – like, you're supposed to be now big boy pants, big time moments, take over, put your stamp on a game. He doesn't do that. On a, you just laid it out. He doesn't do that on a consistent basis. Has They take the – it was uh, – I think it was uh, Brooke Lopez. No, Holiday hit the free throws. Then he misses the big three. DeAndre Hunter has got a wide open look. Wide open. misses it. Where is DeAndre Hunter? We didn't how, finish. How can you be – Show us flashes of greatness as you have in the past. And, and Mike, we've been waiting all year. So I did the research. Do your research. And I said, oh, he's led this team in scoring probably about ten times this mm-hmm. year. I mean, Trey's been out. Right. Four. And three of those are losses. And, by the way, the most he tallied was 25 in the four times that he led us in scoring. He's not playing like a big-time NBA guy. Right. And – we can put the blame on Trey for not playing last night. I'm not. He's sick. You get sick. You're not at work. Let's not go there. Well, you and I are at work. But when, when, the, when the guy's not there, who are we going to count on? So, Mike, mm. we got to make changes. Well, we got to make changes. Where do you want to start? You want to start with the coach? We got we, we to make changes. Mm. And, and part of this is the frustration that you're feeling, Hawks fans, with timeouts, challenges, all the stuff you've talked about. The other part of it is, I'm just sold at the makeup of this team right now. I'm not talking about getting rid of DeJounte or Trey. Mm-hmm. But the other guys right now, everybody's on the block. We got to make changes. Now, last night, I just thought the bench, I would have just rolled with the bench. I just think the bench was feeling it. I would have stayed with the, your, your reserves. The Kaminsky was making things happen. By the way, that guy's a fun, lovable big doofity. He's fun. But, but I'm telling you, last night, and again, I know that uh, you know Griffin was in there for his res- again only going to get fifteen or sixty minutes with Nate. I mean, this is the guy that can be the difference maker in a game like this. AJ Griffin, you've got to give him the minutes. But no, 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 we'll go with Aaron Holiday. Four points. He didn't do jack. I mean, but this is Nate. That's why, I, guys, fire Nate McMillan. I'm sick of this crap. And I'm, I don't care. He is a good guy, and he's an OG, and he's a stand-up guy, and it's a shame that these guys can't cut it anymore in today's NBA. He can't. I'm done. I'm not going to lose my mind. I'm not going to scream all day. I'm just telling you, Carl, you've, they've got to make a move. Gotta be, we got to I mean, make changes. I mean, our, our, our interim now general manager has got to put on his pants, big boy pants, and do something here. We're halfway through the season, and we're dead in the water. 41 games in, 41 to go. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. I'm not happy about where we are. And this is not solely, guys, about losing to the Bucs shorthanded last night. Because I already hear, well, Dukes, we were out there. We didn't have Capella. I know they out-rebounded us. But you came back from 24 down. You're at home. Somebody step up. And you couldn't do it. Here's the topper. You ready for this? On a night, Giannis didn't do anything. Nope. Greek meh, not Greek freak, Greek yogurt. Giannis, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't do anything last night. He rebounded. He made passes. He didn't score 60. 
No. It was the other holiday. Yeah, we got the other holidays. It was Drew Holiday stepping up. Middleton was out. We talked about that. You didn't get their, you didn't get their best effort last night. I mean, you got Holiday, and again, I know he turned it over a couple times, but the dude was making those. See, he's making the shots you're asking DeAndre Hunter to make that he's incapable of making. There it is. We didn't finish. I'm tired of it, Nate. Now, again, it's not Nate's fault these guys aren't clutch, but Nate doesn't help because he does really stupid stuff. The scrubs got in the scrubs. The backups got you back in. <laughs> And then you decide to pull the start, put the starters in, and they and they choked. So ironically, the guys that make more money couldn't do the job. The guys making less money did. But Nate, once we get back in, get the starters back. No, 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 no. Yeah. Stick with the other guys. The B team was working last night. That's mm. my take. What do you guys think, man? You got to make changes. This is where I'm at right now. And I was completely sold and bought into this team when this started this season. Oh, and things will be better. Trey's going to be more mature and understand the regular season happens. And I'm clapping my hands because this is where I was at the beginning of the season. We need to make changes. 404-741-0929. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. This radio show, Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game and stay up on everything that's going on. We're on the gram. Facebook as well, guys. Um, They will head to take on the Pacers tomorrow. I'm assuming Trey's going to play. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he's going to play. Oh, wait, did we lose last time we were up there? Yeah, <laughs> like we, we, we did. Uh, and, and we'll see how this starts to, to continue to unravel or things start to change. I understand how big Capella is. Mike and I talked a lot about it yesterday when we were down at State Farm Arena. I get it. But you get close, and we just don't have the guys to finish these games. And why am I paying DeAndre Hunter all this money? Mm-hmm. When I can't get but 16 points in a game like last night where there's no tray on the floor, there are no restrictions. You should be bowling. You should be shooting. You should be going to the line 10, 11 times. Where is that? Am I being unfair? No, it's just, Carl, you can't move the entire roster. Now, I don't know how. Fire everybody. But again, but Travis Schlenk has been moved upstairs. Tra- Travis Schlenk's no You got a guy with limited experience as the big man in the corner office, and now he's going to pull off the trade that's going to pump the Hawks up to the two or three seed? I don't think Landry Jones knows how to do that, if I'm honest. I mean, I don't know. Prove me wrong. Are we going to continue to flounder? We're going to continue to be flaccid. What are the rest of the NFL? We're going to continue to be flaky. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this thing, now it really looks like we caught fire after COVID while everybody else was sleepwalking, and that's the aberration, and your Hawks team ain't no good. Your Hawks team ain't no good. Okay? Your team ain't no good. You just laid it out. DeAndre Hunter is not that good. He's not that guy. We bu- the trade, Luka and the Mavericks got the better end of the trade. Reddish was gone. Okay? Collins is on trade rumors every day. He had a nice stretch, four out of five games. Last night was John Collins being a non-factor at times. This team is flawed, right? So what are you going to do? You got to make changes. Bingo. I mean, why why did I buy a 10-pack? Because I want to put my money where my mouth is and root for this team and see this team get back to what we did two years ago. And they're totally incapable of it. This team is going nowhere. Frustrated a little bit because we should be better. All right. 404-741-0929. Lots of stuff to get to today. Lots of things going on around the NFL. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into we get to host the AFC championship game. It's official. Mm -hmm. They have chose Atlanta if it's Bills Chiefs in the AFC championship game. If it's anybody else, the higher seed gets it. But if it's Bills Chiefs, January 29, 630, we're hosting that game right here in the ATL. How about that? It's more. We're going to talk about it more coming up in the NFL Blitz. But when we come back, Mike is going to lay out what is bothering him about this Falcon plan. 
The plan. Mm. Yeah, the plan. What is the plan? It's Dukes and Bell. To the Falcons. I got to get this part off my chest. Poll questions up, by the way, at Dukes and Bell 929. Testify. What should the Hawks do to shake things up? Your question, that is the question. Your answers. Need a new coach? Trade Trey Young. Whoa. Try to get another star? Trade JC or another starter? Here's the thing with D. Hunter, and some of you guys are sensitive about DeAndre Hunter. Isn't he supposed to be a defensive stopper? Let's start there. Forget about the things that I'm asking about on offense. Mm -hmm. Who has he stopped? Who has he slowed down? Teams are scoring a buck 20, a buck 30 on us any given night. Who is he slowing down? That's number one. Number two, what has he done offensively? Here, let me answer it for you. Nothing. DeAndre Hunter needs to give us more. And because I'm asking for that in a game last night where maybe he could have been the difference maker and gotten us over the top the last four minutes of the game and display some of that scoring prowess that we've seen in the past, Mike, he didn't do it. I don't know what you guys are seeing. And a guy goes, well, he's not a, he's not a superstar in his league. He's just he's a piece. He's the number four <laughs> overall pick in the draft. And now again, guys, he's playing, playing more than he's used to playing. He's really injured. It's time to take the leap. Okay, and he also was an older player. He was an upperclassman. Four at years. Correct, Amundo. All right. All right. You know what he does? Like everybody else on this Hawks roster, just real quick, is he pops for a game and then he goes dormant. <laughs> <laughs> he goes twenty-two. The win over uh, the Kings. He had uh, two steals. Played some good defense. He had twenty in the win against the Clippers. And in the losses, he's just the guy. He's just out there. There's nothing happening. You know, sixteen, uh... sixteen, and sixteen. In those games. And that's what we, you know, we need. We said this to start the season. He needs to be around 20 to validate the pick and validate where he is in his career. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys? You guys must be the most pa- You got the patience of freaking Job. I'm sorry to use freaking in a Bible reference, but you got the patience of Job with this one. I mean, seriously. Th- this team is a bunch of meh. This team right now is just a bunch of average guys. One bogey can give you a string. This guy can pop for a night. John Collins can certainly go off once in a while. But together, over the course of the season, this is what it is, a nine seed under 500. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you, you believe in the big three theory that you need at least three guys, so you went and got another guy in DeJounte Murray. The third guy is supposed to be Hunter, guys. That's the third guy. He's supposed to be your wing defender, your additional scoring power. That's supposed to be the third guy. Mm-hmm. J.C. is a piece. He's a forward that you can go get a guy to board any day. That's a piece. I mean, come on. All right, Mike. DeJounte couldn't hit anything last night for 3-2 no. last night. No, he was off. And, that's Mike, that's the other point. He's off. D, you got me? I'm not hitting tonight. Yeah, I mean, pick we, it up. We thought that Dejounte would do, would actually step it up last night. And, and remember, we said I need 30 from. Well, nine didn't really. Get it, if I'm honest. <laughs> so I mean, again, this team needs a major overhaul. And I got to be honest, make I, changes. I like Travis Schlenk. We really enjoyed his company. Thanks for quitting on us. I don't know what that happened. I don't know what that is. I don't. I still don't know what that was. I need veteran general managership, right? For lack of a better word, I don't know if Landry Fields can handle this situation. How do you do a major overhaul in the middle of the season? Oh, we've seen it. I saw LeBron trade his entire team one year. It happens. Hey, I mean, if I'm Tony Wrestler, I'm going, what, what am I doing here? Okay, eventually I'm going to have a nice shopping center across from the arena, and that'll be nice, but this team ever going to do anything? We didn't finish. Thank you, Nate. 404-741-0929. All right. Let's shift gears and talk about the Falcons. Because yesterday we heard Terry Fontenot talk about this being the next phase of the plan. I said the plan, Mike. Phase what? <laughs> three of the plan. The right. next 
face. I want to go back just real quick, because yesterday when I thought about it more when I was driving home last night, I said, you know, you can't necessarily get on Fontenot for this last year because Arthur Blank kind of meddled with the, He was meddling. Arthur was meddling. I don't think, and look, Arthur said. Explain know, that. Arthur went on in the record and said he did not, he wasn't forcing their hand to go get Deshaun Watson. I don't think, especially when you look at the numbers, me and Chuck Reargan, you were off that week on St. Patrick's Day, there, there was no way you'd have any room for anybody in free agency if you went and made that deal with Deshaun Watson, even now or that next year. So I think that Arthur forced his hand. You make the general manager kind of look like a nitwit because you get into a poker game and you got no chips. And the Browns just came over the top and we were out. And in the meantime, you embarrass your quarterback and you got to trade him. And you get minimal value from Matt Ryan as opposed to doing it the right way, which would be to trade him a year ago. So to me, Arthur's kind of cut his general manager off a little bit as far as I don't know what he was supposed to be doing, but it seems like Arthur was kind of like the puppet master on some of the moves that happened. That's the way I, I see it. Okay. So some of this stuff is beyond his control. But now everything is wide open. The, the, uh, the $70 million, more money if you move on from Mariota, and, of course, the draft. And how are we going to fix it? And when you look at the first two years of the draft, you've got guys who contribute, like Oki, like Okandeji. You've got guys that are helping out. But, I mean, did you draft a bunch of stars outside of Pitts? We think London's going to be a guy, right? We do. Dahlman is, a, Dahlman is starting, but it sounds like they're not really sure about Dahlman's future. I mean, they, maybe he gets the job next year, maybe he doesn't. We don't have enough sample size on Troy Anderson and Ebicady. Things are pointing the right way. But last year's draft class, i got to be honest, Richie Grant is a nice piece. Darren Hall isn't any good. Taquan Graham has been a good piece. But there's been a lot of hit or miss. And maybe that's just simply the draft is 50%, and you could argue that he's right on pace with other GMs. I don't know. But I'm just still not sold on Fontenot because I just don't know, based on these first two years, he's going to knock it out of the park in this draft, I guess is my point. And, and here is the other side of that. And, and again, I can't defend – any general manager in this league because when you draft correctly, when you spend the money in an effective way and your team becomes competitive and you're, you're in the playoffs every year, that, that's your answer. We're not there yet. I'm hoping Terry Fontenot can do that and, and, and fairly quickly. But, guys, I got to tell you, I, 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 you, can, you can look at any NFL team you want. I don't know if anybody inherited a worse situation than when Fontenot took this job. Now, if you're going to be a smart A and go, well, why did he take the job? Well, that's a given. There's only 32 of them, okay? They don't knock on everybody's door, and when you get a chance to run a franchise um, and you've been, you know, a, a guy that's been an assistant personnel guy or VP, this is your opportunity. You take the job. So when you say, well, if it was that bad, why would he take it? That's foolish. You take the job and you go, well, how do we get to where we need to be? But he inherited, and I said this, and this is the defense of what Mike is talking about. I'm not telling you he's wrong, but he inherited crap. You had a quarterback that was overpaid, and we couldn't get out of it. And then if Mike is right about the strings of the owner, he was probably saying, hey, we got to keep him another year because our fan base. And then you're going, okay, well, how about our money? We can go spend some money. Well, we can't spend any money. Well, why not? We overpaid for a wide receiver that we shouldn't have overpaid for. Okay, well, we got a guy in Calvin Ridley. Oh, wait, we don't have Calvin Ridley because he gambled on games, yeah. so I got to get rid of him. And that's beyond the general manager's control. Absolutely it is. And then you start going, okay, well, well what's the defensive personnel look like? <sighs> we got one guy. You know, and the thing is, we've drafted, if you go take away a corner blitz, we've drafted altogether six and a half sacks in the last two years. And it became, and the determination was made that we were going to go offense over defense in the first round. And I'm still not sold. I like Drake London. Only time will tell if this guy's going to be a, you know, a pro bowler and everything else because it took us half the season to get him in the game because the first quarterback couldn't do it. 
but I've got to get some pass rush, and I'm just wondering, are we going to be able to find it in this draft? Because we, we went offense-offense on the worst defense in the NFL, and that's why I'm not sold on Fontenot. Let's hear Terry Fontenot. This is him yesterday as they addressed the media, uh, talking about the fact that they're not looking for a prototypical player at any position, meaning height, weight, you know, some of the things we start to say, hey, this is the kind of guy that I want. Here's Terry Fontenot. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's all a part of the process, right, looking at um, – you're trying to um, – there's a certain percentage of these players that are going to not make it and a certain percentage that are going to make it. So you're trying to get your hit rate up. And so the way you do that is you look at history and you look at, okay, what is prototype? And this is the prototype size. And sometimes it's not just about – when you talk about prototype size, it's not just about height, weight, but you look at there are some players that are – there can be shorter, but they their hand size, they have really big hands, or they there's just different factors at, at every position. It's not just as easy as looking at a player's height, weight, speed. You know, you look at all the little details. So it, it, it's important to look at those measurables, but then it always comes down to, okay, the traits and, and, and what's the specific, okay, this is a quarterback. Okay, where's his accuracy? Where's his decision-making? Or if it's a receiver, can he get open and catch the football? Sometimes it's it's that simple. And we look at the, we look at the measurables. So, it, when Terry says that, okay, I, I, I'm not a, a, a complete believer in, in some of the things that he's talking about because he that was, was a lie. He was in New Orleans. <laughs> he was in New Orleans a very long time, and he was a guy that was in the room with Mickey Loomis right. and Sean Payton. Now, just last week, we heard Sean Payton say, "When it comes to these drafts, I gotta have a philosophy." And we played a soundbite for you where he was talking about size with cornerbacks and how they look at it. And especially in the first round, you can't go reaching and hoping a guy can play. Mike, part of this is just turn the tape on. Do you see a football player when you watch Brock Bowers? Mm-hmm. Do I need you to do I need to tell you anything about Brock Bowers' hand size or his speed? Do I really? Seriously, Georgia fans? You just turn the tape on. Just just watch the television and you go, damn, that guy can play. Give me those guys. That's all I want right now. Mike, I want guys that pop, that can play. Mm. I don't want to talk about height and all this stuff about prototypical. I get it. you got to do all the, the research and the measurables and all that crap. But at the end of the day, you know what we don't have? We don't have enough guys that pop. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough guys that when you turn the television on and you go, damn, I'm watching the Falcons. Who's, who's 64? Right. Who's 78? Who's 38? I don't. We don't have enough of those guys. No, and that goes back to, you know, the year – some guys wanted fields, and we're beyond that at this point. I just don't think defense, offensive line, defense, offensive line. But we went for the flash positions. And, look, we don't uh, win some of those games we won two years ago without Pitts, and Pitts was a pro bowler. Tough this year because of the injury. And I'm, I'm less likely to poop on Pitts than I am on the London pick because I still thought, man, when you look at this draft, and here's where you could say in Terry Fontenot's defense, you are in a no-man's land where we were selecting at eight. There were some rumors we tried to trade out of it, and we couldn't. So there were, you went with the best athlete in Drake London. The reaction that night at Mercedes-Benz was, was pretty, pretty negative. negative. It was negative. But there, if, you, if you couldn't get down to where some of the other guys were, like you, you could never take Jordan Davis, for instance, who was ever, remember, talked mm. about you know, George's, uh, Jordan Davis. He went 13th to the Eagles. All the other players were slated later, and you were kind of in a position. That's, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on, on, as far as the philosophy, but how can you go tight end wide receiver when you are the worst defense in the NFL for the last five years. That's my argument. We're going to talk more about it as we move along. More from Terry Fontenot as well. Um, It's going to be a busy and interesting offseason. We're coming back. We'll get to some headlines, including we get to host 
The championship game? What? It's Dukes and Bell. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up, we're going to get to an NFL blitz. He writes his farewell letter and says goodbye. Ah, uh, we've been talking about our Hawks poll questions up. Hawks lose last night, and many of you are going to say, well, I expected them to lose. Did you? When they came back from 24? You expected them to lose? <laughs> they had the lead by one? Uh, uh, what should the Hawks do to shake things up? Go vote at Dukes and Bell 929. That poll question is up. Um, as we said, be weather aware today. Mike and I are keeping mm. an eye out, and uh, if there's anything we need to, to report, we certainly will. But just uh, as Mike says, a funky system rolling through. It's got you that know, cold front. Yeah, it's that weird. You know, you know, always bad things come from Alabama, but it's always <laughs> diagonal, and you know how it works. So just be careful out there. And I know that there's been uh, out near Selma, Alabama, some really bad tornadic activity. So, again, just be aware, men and women. Be careful out there. All right, man. Um, before we get to some headlines, um, it's just one of those stories that's like, huh? We don't get into the playoffs, but because of what happened with DeMar Hamlin and that Bengals-Bills game not being able to finish, and the NFL made the ruling last week as to how this situation would be handled with home field advantage, today they announced um, that a potential, because we don't know who's going to get to the AFC Championship game, but if it is Chiefs and Bills, so no one has an advantage because no one really earned home field advantage because the game not being able to be played – It's going to be played here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And uh, the NFL announced that today. Uh, Again, the game will be 6.30, Sunday, January 29th. That's Championship Sunday. So, Mike, you mentioned this. I don't know how difficult 
those tickets are going to be able to, to come by. But we know the Chiefs travel, and we know Bills Mafia travels. So if it right. is that, if those are the two teams that are planning to go to the Super Bowl, my guess is uh, it's going to be a hard ticket to get. But the fact that it's right here in our backyard – We'll definitely be looking to check, check it out. Yeah, and our boss, Mike Conti, was uh, talking to some of the guys down at Mercedes-Benz, and uh, they will have some uh, allotments for whoever that AFC teams are, as we talked about, would be Bills and the Chiefs, and so they would certainly get first crack. But I would imagine somebody would put stuff secondary market. Absolutely. I, so I would imagine stuff in the upper levels would be available for the general public. I mean, you and I were talking about this when the first when it was first uh, broached, the idea of coming down here. Hell yeah, man. I got no skin in the game, but I guess I'll buy a Bills hat. <laughs> You know, and get in the spirit of things. But that's, I mean, that's going to be fun to watch, man. Why not? Yeah. I. The only problem is if you're a longtime Bills season ticket holder, right, Chiefs have been there. They've had these AFC right. championship games. Well, this was the one you were finally going to have them coming to your house. Yeah. Like, you know, you could argue in the weather and everything else. And and now you have to travel. That's that that's one of those hey. things that, that sucks for them. And I appreciate this. Turtle just said in my ear, even though he's a Jets fan, he said he is willing to jump off the back of a cargo van onto a folding table. <laughs> Bill's Mafia, yeah, baby. Bill's Mafia. That's that was a lie. <laughs> Total is behind the glass. Our engineer, Bo Morgan's executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. So, Nate, can you explain what happened last night uh, at the beginning of the game when we were down 39 to 19? You know, we've had success against that team uh, this season, and uh, you knew that they were going to come out with urgency. So, it's not so much uh, our guys didn't, you know, uh, come out with that urgency. Sometimes the opponent is just playing better, and I thought they uh, they did play better uh, in that first half. Um, this comes from Corey on social media. He says, Dukes, Murray's been a disappointment for me. Give up more, you know, you three give up three picks. One of your best shooters is out, and you get nine points. He's just talking about last night's game. And last night, before we left State Farm Arena, Mike was saying, hey, look, Murray's got to be a guy tonight. He's got to be better and, 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 you know, do more tonight. Corey, I hear you, man. This is my issue. That's why the makeup of this, there's something fundamentally wrong. You know, one of the moments last night, look, it's one moment of the game, but this is the NBA. When you're playing the box, you got to, every, every possession is going to count. How about when they get the steal and then DeJounte throws it two rows in the stands trying to get John Collins in transition? I mean, what was that? That's a lack of poise. And I don't know DeJounte's game because we're just all getting familiar with him yep. now through the half season. But I'm, I'd have to agree at some point. It's very. It, this has been a, so underwhelming. We thought this dynamic backcourt combination, again, it helps if Trey doesn't have the sniffles, but this dynamic backcourt combination was going to have us four seed at worst. At worst. At worst. Meanwhile, Arthur Smith, he came on our show yesterday. Go check out the full interview online at odyssey.com. Coach Art was talking about doing the research to find a D.C. Guys, this is going to be a big hire. Here's Smith. Certainly there's things that, you know, familiarity with certain schemes that, you you know, you want to talk to, but we're not going to be closed-minded about anything. So I think it's important. You know, I like the setup now they have with – I think it helps where not, you don't feel rushed. I think in years past, if you're in this situation, you may feel a little rushed. I think things have seemed to slow down. So we'll, we'll be very uh, – Mindful of that, I want to talk to a lot of people. I've already have talked to a few so far, but we'll take our time. Okay. Do you have any front runners, by the way? Anybody that just you, you think, okay, this guy. Mm-hmm. Listen, there are a lot of old heads, and when right. I say that, guys that have been in the NFL 20, 25 years that were defensive coordinators and have done an amazing job, but are they the guy that fits here? I know Dean Pease and that relationship with Arthur Smith mattered, and Pease came in here. I thought he did a really good job with what he had. But, Mike, 
we can't stay the same, and I, I need to know where this is going to go with the D.C. Well, I mean, it's funny you mention that. Do you want to steal somebody from the Lions? They've made an unbelievable turnaround. I know we joked around about how wild that those practices look like on uh, hard knocks. Uh, if you're looking for the team as far as, like, the total – what, what is your number one metric? Points allowed? Where, where do you draw the line? Yeah, because I'm not f- worried about yards. 49ers are the number one. Buffalo Bills, the Ravens, the Jets. I mean, Robert Sala brought his, you know, his philosophy, his travel. The Jets just need a quarterback. Dan Quinn and the Cowboys, the Bengals, and then the Commanders and the Eagles. The Eagles have 70 sacks this year. So if you're looking for the teams as far as the fewest points allowed, those are your top ten. And when I say old heads, I'll give you an example. Vic Fangio. Right. Right. Got it's been around, done it has had good success as a D.C. Are you bringing somebody in like that? Or are you going to go new school, Mike, and give somebody a lot younger an opportunity to maybe come in here and be your D.C.? Um, It's going to be interesting. Meanwhile, guys, we talked about this the other day when uh, Stetson Bennett decided to not show up the morning after. Mm -hmm. Guess he had a good time. Uh, and oh, Brock, Brock Bauer tagged in for him. Yeah, he had, to, he had to be the guy to go basically to do the media session. Here's what Bauer said about it. I was coming off the elevator. I saw Coach Smart, and I started walking to go um, eat some breakfast, and I just got a call, and they said, you're, next, you're in the bullpen coming to media. I was like, okay. I mean, <laughs> Stetson's not going to make it. I was like, I mean, I guess I, guess I got to go. <laughs> but, yeah. He's always wanted to be in Stetson's shoes, so now he gets an opportunity. I mean, it's not like Kirby could suspend Stetson. What he's going to do, make him fly coach on the way home? No. <laughs> no. At this age, he's 25. I can only imagine. Eligibility is gone. It's all over now, finally. <laughs> I can imagine, like, somebody coming down. Uh, coach, yeah, I just went up to Stetson's room. Uh, he's still smoking cigars. He's got champagne up there. So. <laughs> <laughs> just a, it's a scene in his room. He's like, right. he's not going to make it. Uh, either way, Brock Bowers stepped in. <laughs> it's time. It's gone. It's time. And uh, Bowers is going to be one of the guys you'll be hearing a lot more from, especially now that he's been elevated. Remember, guys, true freshman. Right. Freshmen don't talk at Georgia. Not allowed. Sophomore this year. Next year, upperclassman, junior, he'll be a guy that we'll hear a lot from, and rightfully so. You know, it is interesting. If you go back, and uh, here's a guy with a monster performance in the, in the biggest stage. He's done it twice now. Remember the big coming out party for Jadavion Clowney was the Outback Bowl and the hit against Michigan That's stopping right. the running back? And then, I'm not, and by the way, in no way am I comparing, you know, you know Brock and, 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 and to what happened there. Clowney kind of shut it down in South Carolina his final year, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of a very lackluster, and eventually he just stopped playing. Ne- I just don't think that happens here at Georgia. I think these guys are, again, the eyes on the prize. But you do have to think it's something. And I hate to bring in the snarky sports talk angle. He's the number one tight end. He's the guy that everybody's going to covet. He'd be a top ten pick. Man, you've got to watch out for yourself, too, now. You've already brought, you've brought two championships to your school. And I know Georgia fans are going, shut up, stop saying that. But the number one weapon offensively in America, you know, there's risk versus reward there if you're thinking about an NFL career. Oh, I know man. NIL mitigates some of that, but I'm, I'm just I'm just, so I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, but the NIL, and I've said this for everybody who's like, NIL is not generational wealth. No, it's not NFL money. It's nice, it's nice pocket change. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, it's a nice ride. You're rolling around in. It's not generational wealth. I'll say this to that, Mike. If that was the case, and that is the case for him, and, and it is. Bow out now. Don't cheat your teammates. Don't go through the summer and have everybody thinking that you're going to be there in the fall if that is the case. And, and by the way, if that is the situation, I have no issues yeah. with what you're talking and, and, about. And again, I know, guys, None. I'm not, and I'm, you know, because you think of 
you and I say this, and the signal gets all the way to Athens, and then you guys think that Brock. No, is, I don't want him to sit. I don't yeah, want to see Brock yeah, Bowers, but, but, but yeah, he's got to make a life yeah, decision. But you know how Georgia fans, some Georgia fans, are. They're thinking like Brock right now is driving whatever his car deal is. Let's say it's a BMW, and he's hearing this, he goes. You know what? That guy's on the radio is right. I need to quit. No, he's not going to do that. <laughs> Everybody's coming back. They're all committed. But it is a question you one could argue, especially when you consider you've achieved the greatest goal you can achieve in college football. Coming up, he says bye-bye-bye. Next on Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 